0: We, the people of the United States, to form a more perfect union,
1: secure the blessings of liberty, establish the Constitution.
0: Hello, friends, and welcome to We the People Show. This is your host, Tiger, and um, how are you doing, Bradley, since uh, the barbecues
1: and recording of the
0: last episode?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself?
0: Pretty good. Now, today, uh, this episode is pretty straightforward, folks. Uh, It's called A a Message to the Texas Democrats. And it's a message to call them out because uh, this past Tuesday, the 12th of July, uh, it it was one year since they pulled a ridiculous political stunt. And on July 12th, 2021... Bradley, can you explain to the folks what happened, that they did, what stunt they pulled, to the Texas? Basically,
1: basically, almost all of them left the uh, left Austin and fled cowardly to Washington D.C. to avoid a vote that would uh, ensure election integrity and in, uh, state statewide elections in Texas, or elections elections in general that are conducted in the state of Texas.
0: Uh, yeah, and uh, basically the the you know the the so-called usual suspects that I figured that went to D.C. I'm not sure how many, you know, state uh, statewide officials, Democrats, uh, went, but they are, here's a list, a state rep, Gina Genosa. forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, state rep. Gina Hinojosa. Hinojosa, yeah, and state rep Gene Wu, James Talarico, I think, and Carol Alvarado, and Sarah Eckhart. As well as, oh, state rep uh, from Hennepin, to Jing Wu, to uh, James Talareko, but uh, Carol Alvarado, Sarah Eckert and Jose Menendez, their state senators. Uh, Bradley, you're familiar, I guess, with some of these political opponents. Indeed, I am. Um, well, I know
1: James uh, Talareko. James, represented uh, representative. Here. Uh, part of Williamson County. He still does, but it looks like he'll be losing re-election, I think. Yeah. He's running in a district that uh, became way more Republican. Yeah, um, I, Redistricting.
0: Right, either lose re-election, or, um, or I think he, he got redistricted out of that district. So now it's just a red district. Same thing with uh, 73, Kyle Biederman, that you used to intern for, except I don't think he's running, and It's basically going to be a safe R district and we know who will succeed him, by the name of Carrie, this wonderful lady. Bradley, um, basically, yes, Bradley, folks, this is right. Uh, The Democrats fled D.C., Texas Democrats fled for D.C. um, and in order to quote unquote deny The republic, or in order to deny Republicans the quorum they needed to pass a so-called voting restriction bill. The bill—it's not even restricting, on voting, putting restrictions on voting at all. I mean, I voted just fine to pass primary, and and, uh, there's no issue with that. So it's just an immature stunt they're pulling. They pulled, Bradley.
1: Oh, definitely. We all know they did to um, to break the quorum. Um, oh, oh, wait, away. Um, they did it as a way to prevent the House from being able to vote on bills. Because I believe a certain, uh, I believe two thirds of the Texas House needs to be present for there to be a vote on anything, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah. And um, out of 60 Democratic representative state reps, apparently, or state legislators, because it didn't say this article, NPR or Texas Tribune, uh, fifty-one. I guess more than basically a lot of them fled. The number needed to break the quorum, the quorum, to vote on the bill. And it's silly and it's embarrassing. And you know, uh, they while they were at DC, Bradley, uh, they basically pleaded with the National Democrats for help something about their so-called last year, you know, the voting rights bill, which essentially is, is just an effort to federalize elections, don't you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is I think Joe Manchin and Crystal Sinema supported the bills, but they didn't support the principle of uh, cutting out the filibuster just for that one bill to pass because they thought, you know, oh, well, Republicans would the would retaliate and do the same thing. and. You know, I think they'd be right in that sense. And yeah. uh, that observations, And they made the right move at a, being brave and not voting out the filibuster, preventing a federal takeover of elections. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's why uh, I did. I fought against, and I'm sure you probably did against, I think it's called H.R. 1 that the U.S. House was trying to pass. Because that would just take away states' right to conduct elections. And we don't want that it's essentially just a federal government takeover of the country and uh us texans we have a saying called come and take it but usually that slogan's in a second amendment sense uh, y'all know what i mean and you know what i mean rally
1: oh yeah exactly
0: and uh you know even if democrats manage to do this, like, or even they, course, I'm just sorry, I'm just reading off an article, an old article from last year. But anyway, uh, it's a pressure campaign that the government that or, I mean, the governor, Governor Abbott could just straight up keep calling sessions to, you know, pressure them to come back. And whatever it takes to get, you know, uh, agenda done agendas that make sense, like ensuring the right to the easier to vote, and harder to cheat, that is, the right to honest elections. That's the whole point of election integrity, y'all. And uh, Bradley, um, Governor Abbott was quoted saying, it inflicts harm on the very Texans who elected them to serve. Uh, That's what he stated, his response to it last year, the stunt. And uh, Bradley, you also said something similar in our friend chat, saying that those Dems who just straight up fly to DC, they're just uh, not doing their duty of their constituents.
1: That's right. and It seems that our uh, our good mutual friend had to. Uh, well, funny thing is that he always talks about how he believes that uh, politicians, uh, you know, need to have more respect for us, but. You know, in this case, they weren't respecting uh, voters and constituents, not literally not doing their job. But he seemed to have supported that.
0: I think I know uh, which friend you are talking yes. about. <laughs> the short one and the cringe one.
1: Well, well he'll, he'll say some uh, silly things, you know, with his socialist views. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's the stunt, folks. That's basically um, what had happened. Uh, to in, in the effort first to give y'all a little context here, and Bradley, uh, there is the the voting bill that was passed. Uh, the I think it's called Election Integrity Protection Act. And here in Texas, it does things like um, crack down, I think, on the drive-through and twenty-four hour voting, if not mistaken, and and a and a tighten rules in DDS, yes, voting by mail, but uh, you have to request a, a ballot. We can't just give out ballots. That's not how absentee ballots work. Because as for me, Bradley, I did vote in the July 2020 runoff in I think a statewide election or uh, no, Hayes County at the time I was registered in. And I, I requested an absentee ballot. I didn't just randomly get one in the mail, like out of the blue that way. So that's the uh, rules.
1: You had to request it, and you had a reason uh, to receive one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Texas is one of the few states where, uh, you know, uh, not only you have to request one, you have to have a good reason to get a absentee ballot. And most states that you can just request one. And yeah. I think our law makes more sense because, you know, if you're perfectly healthy and you have plenty of time during those few weeks of voting, you um, you know, there's no reason for you not to vote in person, and it just makes our elections more secure. Uh, the only reason you should be uh, allowed to vote, you know, absentee or by mail, is uh, under special circumstances such as a uh, elderly age, being sick, uh, physical disability, or you're you're not going to be uh, in your county at that time mm. um, during during the election period.
0: And that was the reason, folks. Um... My reasoning to request an absentee ballot at the time I was out of county. And yeah, I did get one and I, my vote successfully went through. And as for the last point, this article likes to say, uh, quote unquote, boaster access for partisan poll watchers. I wouldn't say it's partisan poll watcher, it's more like poll watchers that's doing their, just poll watchers in general, doing their uh, civic duty and ensuring that all the votes got counted and there's nothing, you know, fishy going on. And that's SB one in which the bills, the law slash bill was called at the time. And, uh, we will get to the, the legislation itself in just a few moments. And, oh, it's my fun part Bradley. Uh, the next article we will base our points, talking points about on to give everyone a context is that on the august august 20 not august 19th my bad 2021 the texas democrats returned ending uh almost a month-long holdout that blocked this bill and i'm sure when they returned bradley all of us were like haha sore losers y'all wasted your time for nothing
1: wasting the taxpayer dollars doing so
0: yeah and um there seem when they started to come back, most of them, some of them, then most of them, um, there's party infighting, which is hilarious amongst the Texas Democrats. Um, some members actually lashed out at the, at their fellow Dems for breaking ranks and they were like traitor and all that stuff. I think one of the, um, the Texas Democrats, I think state Senator Alvarado Carol, she's one of those committed ones that stayed in DC, I believe. If not, if I'm not mistaken, and she kind of lash, she did lash out. I remember seeing her tweets at her fellow democratic uh, colleagues for returning to Texas. What about you, Bradley? Have you seen any like, um, outburst and and lashing out party and fighting from them?
1: Oh, um, yeah, I think I do remember that. That was pretty hilarious.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And they say, Republicans aren't unified. Oh, we are to, you know, take down Joe Biden's party in this November
1: yes
0: and uh and as soon as uh, it's been like this for that that one month period you know Bradley from July to August 2021 in which uh some warrants i believe arrest warrants were issued by Texas republicans and Bradley have you seen any any like action on that though
1: arrest warrants
0: no like we all know um the warrant's been issued to bring them back to Texas, but have you actually seen that happen, like for you, from your perspective?
1: Uh, I can't say that I have. Uh,
0: I'm guessing it's just the Texas GOP's way of, you know, um, scaring them, I guess, if that's one way to put it, to come back, intimidation. But in a, in a way that, you know, basically telling them, hey, do your job, stop this, stunt. It's a waste of taxpayer dollars and time.
1: Right. In a way, they're kind of breaking their oath of office by not serving uh, their constituents, not going to work. Yeah. Uh, Any other job, if you don't show up for work, you get fired. Right. Uh, But for, for them, they were able to vacation in D.C. for over a month, I believe. At least a month, most of them. And then you know, still keep on, still keep their jobs. The only people that can fire them are the voters. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think the way the warrants were there for a reason is to, you know, tell the Texas Dens and the constituents, it's not a good look for the people you voted in. And it probably hopefully will change um, the voters' perspective, their constituents' perspective on them. But details on that, uh, we don't have. We don't know. Y'all can look it up through Texas Tribune or something. And this article from NPR has a quote that stated from State Rep. Uh, House State Rep. Michelle Beckley, who represents House District sixty-five. She briefly ran for lieutenant governor and lost in the primary. And she she said, "quote This is how Texas Democrats lose elections." Yes, Michelle, I agree because of immature crap like that, that y'all pull off. Exactly. And Bradley, um, you rarely ever see Texas Republicans did that in the past. I mean, it's always something from the Democrats, Texas Democrats. And this isn't, honestly, I think you may know, this isn't the first time they pulled some stunt like this. Didn't they, like, uh, deny Republicans quorum uh, back in 03 or something?
1: That's right. Uh, I believe it was back in uh, 2003 when Republicans just uh, flipped the Texas House of Representatives for the first time since Reconstruction. And for the first time ever since Reconstruction, there was a Republican trifecta um, in the state state government of Texas and has so far still been the status quo uh, for about uh, 20 years now. We're coming up to 20 years. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy because, like, you know, we were we were still around uh, when Democrats controlled the Texas House. But then, when I was four,
0: yeah, we were all uh, little. It's so, you know, insane yeah. to think about.
1: Yeah, like, uh, and the Republicans have controlled the House since uh, I was four years old. But before that, during my existence, Democrats did control
0: the House, Texas House, at one point. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, just after or just before most of us were even born, uh, those with birth birth years in 98, 1998, uh, we did have, Texas did have a Democrat governor and that's Ann Richards. That was Ann Richards. And you know, later people came, George W. Bush, uh, Rick Perry, and now Greg Abbott. And- That's right. Yeah, rallied this one month protest. Yes had put Texas Democrats in a pretty bad spot, and I think it did kind of affect them um, in the primaries, at least, uh, March, back in March 1st. And it would likely, do you think it would likely affect them again in November?
1: No, for their actions? Yeah. Um, I'd say, like, a very, like, minimal impact.
0: Okay. I mean, uh,
1: Maybe you think Republicans could persuade like 1% to 2% of independent voters, but, you know, diehard Democrats will still believe that what they did was justified because Republicans were trying to pass a quote-unquote racist voter suppression bill in their
0: minds, yeah, even but, though they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's long been debunked. I mean, how's the suppression when me, as an Asian American voter, voted just fine without any trouble? So take that, Democrats. Your ass just got proved wrong big time. Right. And we're going to talk about, folks, the bill itself, or the the piece of paper itself, SB1 at the time, and now called the Election Integrity Protection Act, officially. And, um, Bradley, let's break down the the bill, or the law, shall we? It's a if boasters, it boasters strengthens, you know, voter registr- registration. Make sure that people, the voters registered, are who they say they are. That's voter ID coming up. Um, who, make sure they are registered, you know, and ensure that they're at the county that they say they're registered at, and uh, make sure it's the voter rolls are updated, and you don't have you know people who moved or deceased people, stuff like that, you know.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: And also the, oh yeah, regarding voter ID, yes, that is always important. I mean, if you can, if you use an ID to board an airplane or buy a beer, you certainly can use it to vote. So Texas Texas Democrats, you know, rally have a weird uh, logic there. Oh, so it's racist to require an ID to vote, but it's not racist to require an ID to buy a beer. How does that make any sense?
1: Exactly. No sense at all. Yeah,
0: it's got. It's like you know, when when it comes to that sort of thing, Bradley, it's an off and on switch for them, for the Texas Dems. That is, oh, it's racist to do this. Opens racist. Uh, it's not racist to do the similar thing. You know.
1: Right.
0: Okay. Anyway, Bradley. Uh, enough of that. It's and voter ID, basically, folks, everyone, and uh. Conduct the security of elections, you know, poll watchers make sure nothing fishy is going on during the the ballot counting. And there is a voting period for a reason. And oh oh yeah, it it emphasizes, clarifies the rules on absentee/slash mail ballots. You have to request one, period. You don't get one willy-nilly from the government. And the voting period, in terms of that, polls have open and close dates or times for a reason, say 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. If there's any votes that come in after, sorry, not sorry, should have done it before then. And the, 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 I think the college Democrats, I think their UH chapter, their account argued with our show and they point that out and say it's suppression, which not at all. That period basically give you time to vote and give the, the poll watchers time to count the votes. And it's not suppression in any way, since there's early voting period. Many people tend to ignore that. You have plenty of time to vote before actual election day. And the Texas Democrats still point at the long lines and say, oh, it's suppression. It's just bizarre and silly. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: honestly, it's, it's more of a matter of planning. Yeah. plan the day you're going to vote and if you
0: didn't then that's on you. Yep. It's like the bike meme, you know, the bike falling meme if you've seen it before, you I'm sure you have, where there's a guy on a bike and he fell down and he blamed something else and props yeah. and honestly kudos to President Biden for recreating that if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, uh um, Besides that point, those points—voter registration, conduction of elections, and you know, uh, voter ID—it uh, increases overall um, penalties for cheating. Cracks down specifically on ballot harvesting. Now, uh, Bradley, uh, can you explain what that is and uh, what does this bill do to address it? This law.
1: Um, well, basically, uh, I believe that. It- Prohibits people, uh, unless it's like a trusted family member, uh, or a close friend, does not require a third, uh, prohibits third parties from collecting someone's ballots
0: and dropping it off at a drop box. Yeah. And that is not cool. We're not going to trust and uh, our ballot to some stranger we barely even know. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And more can explain. More can be explained on that in the movie 2,000 Mules in which they specifically showed evidence of it happening in multiple states in the 2020 election, but we're not gonna get off topic here. Uh, So overall in conclusion, Bradley, it did not suppress anyone's vote. I voted just fine in the March 1st, as I said before, as I mentioned in the GOP primary and then in the runoff no problem at all and I'm sure there will be no problem in me voting or there no I won't face any barriers at all in the November election the general election so therefore our Texas Democrats what y'all did was immature and stupid and if and uh you it's a bad mistake for y'all but if y'all are gonna continue to be delusional and believing in this so-called voter suppression like so be it I'm gonna further prove you wrong, Texas Democrats, by going to vote in person with a voter ID and face no barriers. So take that, Texas Dems. And Bradley, you can prove them wrong too, by doing the same method I did. Right, with the the absentee
1: ballot, I'll have to have a reason to use an absentee ballot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Perhaps
1: like I could go on vacation uh, around, during the period of the election, so that way it would be allowed to get one.
0: Oh, uh, just real quick, you were going to take a vacation around November?
1: Oh, I was saying like I, I could take one as an excuse to get an absentee ballot. Oh, gotcha. And that is a legitimate excuse to get one in oh, yeah. the state of Texas.
0: And folks, further t- to further prove the Texas Democrats wrong, um, the Texas voting turnout actually increased. Here are the numbers from... Uh, the twenty eighteen midterms versus the twenty twenty two midterms. I think primaries and um, the GOP voters uh, from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty two went up from one point five ish, a one million five hundred k to one million nine hundred k about, and the Dems turnout went down, one million sixty eight k went down to one million fifty seven k and no it's not suppression it's usually because the opposition party is energized you know from a midterm year and um president's party don't do well in, in such a year and you see that with democrats and biden's approval ratings going down real bad real bad approval ratings basically right and so overall the turnout Went up 2,600,000K in 2018 to 2,900,000K. And that's a mix between registered party members and mostly, you know, including independent or swing voters. So there you go, folks, Bradley. With those numbers, it's proof that this Election Integrity Protection Act here in Texas did not suppress anyone's vote. There you go. Yep. And Georgia did the same thing. They passed an election integrity law, and turnout went up. And so, haha, national Democrats as well. Take this L. Eat this L. Oh yeah, Bradley. Uh, one last thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Biden and Stacey Abrams proved wrong big time. And they they went on to lie and deny it, saying deny saying uh, uh, voter suppression, crying that. But anyway, you just can't, you know, fix stupid Biden and Abrams, status.
1: Exactly. They just don't listen.
0: Yeah. And Georgia, you know, or, or I think the MLB made a huge mistake by boycotting Georgia. But they ended up moving to some state with, I think, even more like uh, fishy laws or something, like voting laws. If you remember that, the MLB... Yeah.
1: Denver, I believe.
0: Yeah, the MLB moving or boycotting Georgia just because of a law, and they move to some state with uh, actual, you know, problems in elections, like laws regarding it.
1: Yeah, you can. They send you a mail a in ballot no matter what. Yeah. You don't request it all I'll Actually, send you one, costing the taxpayers a lot of money and making the voting security in the state of Colorado less secure.
0: Yeah. And they call and I like to call Georgia's uh, less secure, which is not true. People in Colorado gotta step up and fix it. And we're counting, we're gonna call up Lauren Boebert. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, I was gonna make this other point is that, um, I think you saw it, Bradley. You were the first one to saw it. Um, some guy boycotted Georgia, like the entire state of Georgia. He drove from. I'm not mistaken, Charleston, South Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, but he went through Tennessee and Alabama, and then to his destination, which he could have just went through Georgia to save gas, you know, but no, he just wanted to uh, boycott an entire state, wasting a lot of gas over a law that doesn't suppress votes.
1: Yeah. He was a fool.
0: Yep. And to make matters worse gas prices at the time were already skyrocketing and if you were to do some immature crap like that oh good luck pal uh, gas is now five bucks a gallon good luck with that indeed now bradley do you have any other final thoughts to add uh, before we close out here
1: uh no, i think of at the moment
0: Okay, no worries, no need to, since uh, we pretty much said uh, what needed to be said. This is a message, folks, to the Texas Democrats. Indeed, what they did was incredibly immature and silly, simple as that. And, uh, and as y'all can see, this bill um, doesn't suppress votes at all. In fact, it makes it easier to vote, harder to cheat, simple as that. We hope the national Republicans would do the same way. Kudos to Texas Republicans and, and Georgia Republicans for doing it. We just hope the national Republicans will step up. Now, Bradley, that concludes this week's episode of Weed Up People Show. Good to see you last week, ma'am, and I hope to uh, see you next week in which, you know, I'm planning a weekend trip to come by and we will record another episode in person again for sure.
1: That sounds great, man.
0: Cool, anyway, folks. That will do it for this week's episode. Join us uh, next week for the next week's episode. I forgot the topic, but um, just stick around and find out. So, uh, thanks for thanks for listening, and take care, folks. We, y'all. We the people of the United States, to form a more perfect union
1: secure the blessings of liberty. Establish the Constitution.